0: Welcome to Big Blend Radio's third Tuesday Go to Natchitoches show, where we explore what you can experience in the state of Louisiana's oldest city. Hey, everybody! For today's show, we are actually in the American Cemetery in Natchitoches, Louisiana, and we're with Scotty Williams again. Scotty was on our show about a year ago. Scotty, uh, was it a about year? Right, I've.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll I clicked on the link uh, yesterday or this morning to just to check. It says uh, one year ago.
0: Really? Well, we got good timing. Yeah. Good timing. Well, we're actually here. We finally made it. Uh, thank you for taking us on a little tour of what you do every first Friday, right? Correct. First Friday
1: of every month, uh, 1130 in the morning, a uh, tour of the American Cemetery.
0: Well, it's not Friday today, so that's why I really appreciate you coming out. And it's so interesting to go around and look at just how some of the... Are they all tombstones, right? They're yes. all tombstones. Um, and headstones would be the same term? Uh,
1: yeah. I, oh. In general, I, I just say grave markers. You know. A, okay. a, a headstone is up at the head of the grave. You have footstones. Uh, tombstones, tomb might be more of a technical definition for somebody, uh, like something that's on a tomb instead of a regular grave but mm-hmm. uh, you know grave markers is kind of my go-to term.
0: Okay so I want to go to that because that's the first thing you did was show me um, one of the markers mm-hmm. that is an iron cross mm-hmm. and you said that was the oldest.
1: It's the oldest marked grave in the cemetery. That we know from, of in yes. other words. I oh. think uh, seven, well, what did we say? Did we say 1797 was on it. Um, people had likely been buried here long before Because this was the site of the second French fort, Fort Saint-Jean-Baptiste here in Natchitoches. Uh, But what the original grave is here has probably, you know, sunk or been overgrown and and disappeared to history. But that grave, Marie-Anne Dartigo, the oldest marked grave in the cemetery. Wow. I think we figured it up at, what, 226 years?
0: Wow, that's... Pretty, I'm feeling young. <laughs> yeah, if you want to feel young, uh, go go yeah, to a cemetery. Old cemetery. Well, okay, going back to the term uh, cemetery, too. Mm-hmm. I, you were telling me the difference between a cemetery, a graveyard, a burial site. I'm like, oh, I just thought they were all the same right. thing. It, Apparently it's, it's,
1: not. It's one of the, it's a, you know, it depends on how picky you want to be about things. They're kind of technical terms to somebody. They're interchangeable to other people. Uh, a graveyard is a burial site that's on church grounds. Uh, it's the yard of graves next next to the church. A cemetery uh, can be anywhere. You know, I guess you could say a grave. All graveyards are cemeteries, but not all cemeteries are graveyards. Mm-hmm. Cemetery comes from a Greek word that means sleeping place or resting mm-hmm. place.
0: Well, I think it helps if you're doing your family history research yes, too. Uh-huh. Yes, to know. So, but this moved, right? So this was the site of the second fort.
1: This is the site of the second fort. The first fort uh, was a, a little just a little ways over. Uh, I think a bit north of here, uh, also Fort Saint-Jean-Baptiste, but it had burned down mm. after a battle, so they rebuilt it here. Uh, and if you're in Natchitoches, there's a replica of Fort, Saint, uh, Fort Saint-Jean-Baptiste over on Jefferson Street. It's part of the Louisiana State Parks uh, cool. organization. It is very well done. I've, I really like what they do over there.
0: But when you go through there and you start to realize how like soldiers mm-hmm. had to sleep in such tight quarters, mm-hmm. and then you think about the heat... Mm -hmm. or the cold then you're like okay that's cool well not really it's cold (laughs) but you think about it really shows you what the life and times were like And I think it's good for for anybody kids to go in and get that kind of thing now have you taken kids on cemetery tours
1: there have been uh there have been kids on the tours with their families but I haven't done a school group or anything like that yet
0: that would be wow How do you explain? Yes, well, (laughs) because you've also got some law and order going on here. Uh, We just uh, went to uh, the gravesite of uh, the mayor. Mm -hmm. Tell us. Yes,
1: Theodore Edward Pullman. Uh, He was mayor during uh, the the 1920s here in Natchitoches. Uh, He got on the wrong side of uh, an an irate citizen whose medicinal well, and you you can't see me doing the air quotes, his medicinal well had collapsed due to something caused by city workers. Uh, He was very upset. He demanded restitution and compensation from the city. He personally blamed the mayor for a lot. uh, And I think the city had been willing to give him something, but not everything he asked for. And in November of 1922, he shot the mayor uh, here in the historic district. Uh, uh, The mayor died a few days later. Uh, Thomas Cropper was the shooter's name. Uh, He was convicted and eventually was uh, sentenced to the rest of his life in an institution, shall we we say, Mm -hmm. uh, which was a step up from the death penalty that they'd originally given him.
0: But you were saying it's interesting that the actual community helped support both families after all of this. Uh,
1: the the community stepped up, and you can understand doing it for the victim. You know, always Mm -hmm. the family has lost their provider. They've lost their husband, their father. Uh, so they raised funds for him but uh, and this is something I I had picked up on just a few months ago they also stepped up for Thomas Cropper's family mm. because you know in a sense they had also lost someone uh, but they raised money for them to support his family which, you could understand if they had not done so. <laughs> you could understand yes. if they'd shown great animosity towards this family, like, "Oh, you're the family of a murderer, y'all can get lost." But no, they 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 were very charitable. They stepped up for both sides.
0: That's amazing. That's that's the. This is the kind of history you may not always stumble upon unless mm. you go to a, you know, a cemetery, mm-hmm. right? Now you've got Cami Henry, which uh, she is amazing.
1: Yes, she's uh, one of the more uh, prominent uh, female figures in really the history of Natchitoches Parish. She was at Melrose Plantation, uh, just south of here for about 50 years. Uh, She and her husband uh, moved there in 1898, and after her father-in-law passed away, she and her husband ran it. Uh, She was there for 30 years without her husband. He died Mm -hmm. in 1918, and Kenny finally passed away in 1948, but she was part historian, part craftswoman, uh, part preservationist, she ran the artist retreat at Melrose, where she invited oh, see, yeah. writers and photographers and painters to do their work there. Uh, she put together two hundred and fifty-six scrapbooks of uh, local history. Oh, you tidbits. gotta go see it! Yeah, people yes. can go to the library. Without... They can go to the at Watson Library, the Cammie G. Henry Research Center. It's the archives up on the third floor. Uh, they were donated. Her scrapbooks were donated to NSU, and that's why the archives are named oh. in her honor.
0: They're uh, cool. They're, you have to wear you're not really you don't even get to touch them <laughs> mm-hmm. because they're so precious and it really has like the town gossip yeah it I, does they were eventually
1: <laughs> bound into actual books if you go down to melrose the gift shop is the was the bindery where all of her scrapbooks were bound
0: they should print them oh that'd be cool wouldn't that be a good like <laughs>
1: replica Henry's scrapbook.
0: I, I know I would be I would be gone for a month just reading them you know because they're cool they're yeah. really fun. So speaking of Melrose Plantation is a landmark site to come to mm-hmm. um, you know we're part of the this is all part of the Cane River National Heritage Area mm-hmm. which is a huge region it's almost like Natchitoches Parish yeah, in so a way. It's,
1: it's a large swath and uh, to me it feels like they it, it gets bigger every few years but it's it's yeah, it's part of so you know, a designated heritage area. Yeah. Uh, you know, social, cultural, historical significance.
0: So, Melrose Plantation is not. It's part of the Cane River National uh, Heritage Highway. It's a scenic byway, right. historic uh-huh. byway. And um, when you go out there, go to the commissary. They've got good food. Yes. But, but also, you're going to go to Melrose Plantation and then Cane River Creole National Historical Park, which is mm-hmm. the landmark that we came here specifically as we do our tour of, our Love Your Parks tour. Um, and that has two different plantations. You've got Oakland. You've got uh, Magnolia Plantation. Mm-hmm. And um, so when we went to Oakland, that takes us to the Burdomes And mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly yet.
1: Yeah. I, and... uh, They probably wouldn't have said Prudhomme. Uh, Here we turned it into Prudhomme. Oh, Uh, okay. You see the apostrophe in the name here that that disappeared uh, in some families. Uh, But yes, Jean-Pierre Emmanuel Prudhomme uh, was down at Oakland Plantation. I think he's credited with being the first person uh, in North Louisiana to grow uh, cotton on a large scale. The Prudhams operated uh, Oakland for over 200 years. It was recognized as a bicentennial farm by the the U.S. government. And it's part of Cane River Creole National Historical Park, it and Magnolia together. And the Park Service here has an, an enormous collection of things from Oakland Uh, Sometimes sort of the the museum I'm at, we have some things on loan from them. It helps that the Prudhams didn't really throw anything away for 200 years. No,
0: it's true because when you go into (laughs) the plantation itself, here's this elaborate mansion Mm -hmm. and then you go in the kitchen. And it feels like you're at your grandmother's house, because it's like back in the 70s almost, right. 60s they, and 70s. They
1: interpret it up through the 60s, so you see, oh, look at this old furniture, oh, look at this old bed, oh, look at this yeah. old thing, oh, look at the television in the living room. Yeah,
0: how did that happen? <laughs> Where did that come from? But I love that they interpret exactly how it has been, but yes. I would have thought he would have either been uh, you know, laid to rest at, at his uh, plantation, mm-hmm. Or even St. Augustine's, mm-hmm. but he came all the way to Natchitoches. Yes, to be uh, I'm
1: not sure that the cemeterians, I'd have to t- check and see when that cemetery was put up. I think 1826, 1829 is when they say the church was built. Um, but uh, St. Augustine was more for a spe- for specific members of that community, um, like the Matwire family and, so, and okay. some, of, some of their relatives uh, and associates. I mean, I don't know if they but that's mostly anybody. like a
0: creole community thing, right.
1: right so so uh yeah you know the prudums they they bought a plot here in what's now the american cemetery i don't mm. know if it was called the american cemetery when they when they bought the plot they just have a family plot here with several graves mm. and as we saw walking through three or four of them are marked for their service in the american revolution
0: right it's it's pretty impressive and and we should say that this is known to be the oldest cemetery in the Louisiana Purchase, though there's a rival competition in, in uh, New Orleans, and um, so that's you know. Yeah, my my
1: to the best of my understanding, and I'm sure there are people who know more. Uh, so this is the oldest burial site in Natchitoches, and there's a uh, a gate on at the entrance that says it's the oldest cemetery. It's the in oldest Louisiana. Sept-
0: We're in the oldest settlement.
1: Yes, too. this is the oldest permanent European settlement in the Louisiana Purchase. Uh, St. Louis Cemetery number one down in New Orleans I think also makes the claim that they're the oldest cemetery in Louisiana Uh, and it kind of depends on what you call St. Louis one uh, according to some people Uh, because where it was originally built is not where it is now. Sort of so d- just depends, like, on, depends on how technical. You so where be. this
0: fort was built is not where it was originally. You know. <laughs> and, and so everything shifts yeah. around in Louisiana. Yeah, I'm just saying it's
1: swampy. We always think things stay in one place, and they don't always. Even the Red
0: River doesn't go Red where it River was
1: gets, anymore. It's dynamited uh, off its <laughs> original course. Uh, and buildings, you know, we if you go downtown right now, you'll see the Rock House, oh, that's down, right. which is being renovated and restored right now. Oh well it was downriver we, you know we think if anything stays play stays in place certainly houses and buildings will stay in place but they get moved
0: around too hey it's true and
1: graves graves get moved around
0: yeah in a, in a respectful way usually hopefully yeah hopefully hopefully so and and here we've got a moving cat yeah, so, so the, we got a cemetery the, cat
1: this cat has been on several of my tours Oh it's yeah.
0: very cool. I think he's the bed and breakfast cat. And there's the bed and breakfast behind yes, here. Yes, the
1: Samuel Guy House is right next to the right next to the cemetery. Okay. So you have quiet neighbors if you decide to stay at the Samuel very Guy very House.
0: Very well done. Well done. All right, so we've got uh, the predom history here. Mm-hmm. I do want to get to uh, Mr. Sibley cuz okay. Dr. John Sibley to mm-hmm. me is just this amazing his history there's a uh, like a pocket park area Mm -hmm. overlooking cane river lake with um, sculpture like a bust of him and some of his history and it's it's pretty amazing what he did but he is not sibley bird books just saying but you never know i'm gonna have to look that up you never know if it's a distant relative
1: Uh, connections pop up in unexpected ways yes he was uh, originally from massachusetts he was a physician's assistant during the revolutionary war came to Natchitoches uh, and he was appointed by Thomas Jefferson as the Indian agent for this part of the United States. It's kind of his job to go up and down Red River post Louisiana Purchase to figure out you know, what has the United States just bought here, Mm. Uh, who's here, what's here, what are the resources, you know, native tribes that we're going to be dealing with. And eventually that was published in a report by the War Department. But he was uh, also a justice of the peace, and judge, a state senator, captain of the local militia. He was
0: very bored. He didn't do anything <laughs> yeah, with his life yeah, at all. Just
1: had, had, always had to be doing well, something.
0: But that's in you're talking about the Indian population, so that goes over to the Kettos, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I know that Natchitoches is also on what is the uh, historic Jefferson Highway yes. that goes from mm-hmm. Winnipeg to New Orleans. And Nancy and I have done a lot of the highway, and oh, cool. um, we're going to be—part of it is— Marshall, Texas, which is not mm-hmm. far, which we'll be going to tomorrow. But y'all will, you you <laughs> this is airing <laughs> later than tomorrow. But, yeah. um, and Marshall, Texas has a cool courthouse. So we have to go check that out. But they're also home to Caddo Lake. And that's something mm-hmm. we want to go back to. We've been to the National Wildlife Refuge. And it's swampy looking for gators, but oh, nice. we didn't see any. But, so I'm wondering about, is that kind of like a, like a branch off? From the Caddo Indians on this side, I mean, because that's uh, kind of now we're on that border of Texas, south of Shreveport, kind of
1: right. Well, so you know, Shreveport's <laughs> in Caddo Parish, named after the the Caddo Nation. When when you know, when I think of Caddo, I don't think of a specific tribe because oh. there was sort of a. I mean, it it probably it, it could be, but so, okay. again, people know more about that than I do. But the Nacodish and the Nacogdoches tribes were both tribes affiliated with the greater Caddo Nation. Okay. So the, there could have been the Caddo, but also different tribes within Caddo. It's Nation. like we have the
0: Din- Diné um, that are Navajo, but it's like the Navajo Nation. Mm. And so there's like, different sects. Sometimes you'll there.
1: see Cato Adai, Adai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've
0: seen end. that. Okay. So, yes. so they're more on the Manny side of Louisiana, <clears throat> like Toledo Bend area from what I've I don't know either, but mm. I just find it, you know, to connect. And so I have to bring you back to um, the name Nacogdoches mm-hmm. and Nakadoches Nacido- and Nacogdoches. Uh-huh. So you want to give everyone that little so story? So there,
1: there's a, an old story, an old legend maybe about how Nakadish got its name. And it says the Chief Caddo had two sons who were uh, always fought when they were growing up. And when they got old enough, he put them back to back and told them to start walking. And where Natchitoches stopped is now the town of Natchitoches, and where Nacogdoches, Texas is, uh, became, uh, where Nacogdoches stopped is now where Nacogdoches, Texas is. And Nacogdoches is the oldest city in Texas.
0: See? So there it is. A That's straight. a long walk, you know. <laughs> it's part of the El Camino Real de las Tejas National right. Historic Trail as well. And and you know, speaking of history, uh, tell everyone you're part of the Louisiana S- uh, State Museum, or you yes. part of the Louisiana Le- Louisiana, Louisiana State Hall-
1: Museum. Okay. Uh, owns the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame and Northwest Louisiana History Museum. Uh, we're at uh, the north end of Front Street, 800 Front Street, where the bricks uh, where the bricks come to an end. Uh, we've been there since 2013. Uh, we're open Tuesday through Saturday. Sell so tickets from 10 to 4.
0: And it's cool because you got sports history, then you've mm-hmm. got the whole like you know the, the right. whole area history. I think it's something really cool to do. Is when you first get here, is go on the walking tour with the mm-hmm. Kane River National Heritage Area. Oh yes, mm-hmm. free walking tour. Come see Scotty after that right and go up into the museum i think that kind of gives you an idea so when you go to all these where you're driving around and looking you have a little bit of a idea of who you know settled here yes
1: and so some people will come in and say well what is this place and i tell them oh well i'm not really into sports i was like well you know the entire second half of the name of the museum is about our history section. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're not if you're not a sports person, there's still something for everybody. And it's at, a cool building too. Yes.
0: The architecture is crazy, and they've got a cool car in there too. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I have no clue about sports, <laughs> but I found it interesting <laughs> going through. You know, because it's about people's achievements, right? You know, so that's a that's a special thing. Okay, so let's go to John Gideon Lewis, Sr., because talk about a man of achievements.
1: Yes, uh, I think he was originally from Ontario and moved to uh, Natchitoches around the turn of the 20th century. Uh, he was an educator. He was a community leader. I think he was the most worshipful grandmaster of the Prince Hall Order of Freemasons uh, in Natchitoches. And he has the only mausoleum in the cemetery, so wow. his his grave stands out you know, a, a lot compared to some others. Uh, and he's sort of up on a hill, he's got a nice little view from where yeah, he is. Yeah, he does,
0: you can see him from yeah. there. Well, okay, so when we talk about a mausoleum, so is there a bunch, like I've never seen on the inside of a mausoleum ever, so mm-hmm. is there like his graves in there and then a bunch of space, or is it like a, like a big fat piece of rock with this? Uh, I
1: think that they can, they can...
0: Look, I want to open the doors. Right. Don't you want to they, open they the doors? Very, uh,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm happy to leave him where he is. Uh. I know. I don't want to. You open the door and he pops out. Yeah, That's I mean, not the, cool. So there, there, I think there is room in there maybe to maneuver around a little bit. Because if it was built and then later they had to put his body in, you need That'd some, be, you need some yeah. room, room to move around in there. But wow. uh, if you look over, there are some openings on the side to allow... Air to go in and out. Because oh, he's got a
0: breathing chamber. Because that's if you cool. just
1: seal it up, gases are going to build up on the inside and maybe not crack f- things open.
0: Oh, that's not good. Uh, no,
1: <laughs> don't want that to happen.
0: Wow, but so he he really did a lot.
1: Yes, uh, an important certainly an important civic leader. Mm. Uh, you know, as an educator and you know. The, the official of a, an important organization,
0: and and he, that ties to the Legacy Cafe. The gentleman behind that,
1: oh Ben Johnson.
0: Yeah, I want to mm. learn more about him. And you were saying, and I, I totally forgot that he was also he, he had a funeral home.
1: Yes, he ran the Winfield Funeral Home, uh, which is that for Winfield Parish, then? Uh, Even though he lived here, I'm 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 sure there's a connection. I don't know the exact mm. I don't know the exact business. Uh, connection, though, yeah. uh, but he was uh, also a civic leader, very influential businessman, mm-hmm. uh, involved in local politics, um, and he, you know, in, in a lot of ca- in a lot of cases, uh, maybe the the person who ran the funeral home that served the African American mm-hmm. community became very important and very mm-hmm. influential and, and very wealthy in some cases.
0: So Leopold. Yes. Kaspari. Wow. Yes. So there's a Caspary
1: Street right over a block or two that way. Uh, he was a businessman. He had, uh, I think, a riverboat that uh, brought cotton up, uh, up on Cane River. Oh, when, when it was when, a river. When, it was when, when was flowing River here. was still navigable and connected to Red River. He was a member of the Louisiana House of Representatives, and he was one of the people who uh, was influential in getting Uh, Louisiana State Normal School, which is now Northwestern State University, put here in Natchitoches. That's a big deal. Uh, Back in 1884, they had voted to create the school, but they didn't have a specific place for it. Well, Leopold Kasperi and Alexander Samparac, who's also buried here, uh, they negotiated to have it put here in in Natchitoches, and NSU is such a big part of the city and the community now that... uh, you know, it's tough to overlook or overestimate the impact that's had over the last, I don't know, 140-something years.
0: Well, it's also a resting place, an original resting place for <laughs> folks traveling the Jefferson Highway would go mm. camp out there. Mm. You know, I was thinking about that. Like, you know, this was started in 1915, and here they're coming in those old cars mm-hmm. and camping. And you know there were gators out there mm. and mosquitoes. <laughs> I mean, think about it. They were doing it in the summer. <clears> and I'm going, that's, you know, it all sounds nice now, but I, I wonder, like... How was that feeling, oh, you yeah. know, to be part of that? Now, the one gentleman I wanted to talk about um, is has two graves, and I thought this was something interesting for mm-hmm. folks, especially doing uh, genealogy, uh, looking at their family history, because sometimes you go to a graveyard or a cemetery, mm-hmm. and it's like, this isn't making sense, or you may think it's two people mm-hmm. if you're not reading it straight, like, like right. me. And so tell us about that young young man.
1: Oh, so uh, Stephen, Grant. Stephen Grant Dowden or Stevens Grant Dowden, depending on what marker you're looking at. Uh, his grave is uh, along near Second Street right over here. And one of his, his headstone is a family marker. But, uh, and his footstone is a veteran's marker uh, for, for his uh, service in the Confederate Army during the Civil War uh the the veterans administration will give a veterans grave for yeah. for people who served uh there are a couple of differences on the two gray went on the two markers his family marker says that he is stevens with an s stevens grant dowden was born in 1846 but his military marker says that he's Stephen grant Stephen dowden and was born in 1843 mm. and if you sort of look at it and wonder why there's a discrepancy who's right who's wrong uh the likely story is that if he were born in 1846 then in 1861 he would have been 15 years old when the civil war was going uh starting but if he lies and says i'm 1843 i'm 18 years old uh he's old enough to join up uh, with the confederate army and fight in the war
0: wow it's amazing huh yeah that's you know, I always think about the little drummer boys and mm-hmm. that are out there that you know, like I think yeah. that's scary, but when you
1: think you know the the survival of your entire country is at stake, some you know some people pull out all the stops, but they as kids, have, they don't have the luxury of keep holding I'd, anybody back as
0: kids, we used to run around and play you know Wild West and yeah, things right. like that and and you know you're you think about it you're <laughs> a, a little younger than that, but I mean you've just gotta think these are kids you know. it's just a different time and and working harder I think kids were also you know tending to the land with their families too Mm -hmm. kids weren't just playing around in the dirt right you know so well thank you so much uh, for the tour I appreciate it so much and learning so much about you know you see different symbols that's the other thing so many symbols on you know the tombstone the gravestones and art and um, so it's really it's cool to take a walk in a in a Resting place. Yes,
1: and and it's it's an out, I think of them as outdoor museums. You know, exactly. even at, at any, every cemetery is an outdoor museum. Uh, some cemeteries have been consecrated as holy ground, you know, specifically for the purpose of, you know, a resting place for uh, deceased loved ones. And I, I, you know, would hope that people would treat the site with the respect and the consideration that it deserves and, mm. you know, keep it clean keep it quiet uh, mm-hmm. and just remember that it's it's they, they are for everybody you mm-hmm. know the, the the dead have you know don't have don't have many concerns anymore so cemeteries are really for us they're to remember and reflect and and uh, you know it's a and look to, at, to recognize what's come before us.
0: look at all the stories just yes. from this walk you know so uh, again, appreciate it so much. And when you come to Natchitoches, go to Natchitoches.com to learn more about the region. Uh, is very historic, and Front Street is like it's like a mini New Orleans in a way, but it's it's I, quiet. I, I, I do hear <laughs>
1: some people uh, compare it to a, a cleaner French Quarter. Ah, not, well, there you go. It, because very you've crowded. got the wrought iron <laughs> and the
0: you know got the uh, brick you know mm-hmm. brick street, and it's just beautiful out here any time of year. Thanks, Scotty. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining us on our Big Blend Radio Go to Natchitoches show. Keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com and plan your adventure in Natchitoches. Go to Natchitoches.com. That is N-A-T-C-H-I-T-O-C-H-E-S dot com. Natchitoches.com.